Hello and welcome back to the Young Entrepreneur's Journey podcast with your host Yasmina Ellens. It is my pleasure today to introduce to you the incredible Temi Johnson, who is a 13-year-old entrepreneur from Nigeria, but he doesn't let that stop him. He is crushing it out there. He runs a social media marketing agency and wants to be slash is kind of already through his online presence, a motivational speaker. And in this episode, he will talk all about how adding value is the key to bringing you income, how to push through failure, how to increase your social media engagement, a sneaky trick to get influencers to reply to your DM. This guy is very persistent and I love it. And the most common limiting beliefs that people have and how you can overcome them, as well as much, much more. Couldn't get the audio quality at our best on this one, so it's slightly fuzzy, but if you can push through it, it's definitely worth it because there are so many valuable lessons in this podcast. You will not regret it. Without further ado, I introduce to you Temi Johnson. I think the first question that everyone will be really interested to have the answer to is what got you into this sort of entrepreneurial journey, especially at such a young age? I've always loved doing things and I've always loved doing things that could bring in cash at times. So I've loved trying and experimenting a lot of things. And due to my experience and due to some lessons I've learned, I've learned that the best way to get money, the best way to do something by not chasing money, but by chasing a way to add value. So mm-hmm. I thought, how can I add value? Because I know that there's this quote I've shared on my page and it says, money is a byproduct of value creation. So that led me into trying a bunch of things, trying a lot of things, then I stumbled and I stayed on motivational speaking and yeah. um, SMME. Social media marketing? Yes. So what did you try before that? There are lots of things. I've tried selling ebooks, affiliate marketing. There's this stuff we do here, like you help people do um provide entertainment, then you also help people advertise their products, but in a, it's a complicated process. I've tried a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I've I've even tried um selling job shipping something similar to job shipping. Yeah, but that didn't work. Yeah, it was so hard. I also tried selling phones. You tried selling phones, so you've kind of found your groove with social media marketing. Would you say like this is the thing that's working right now, right? Yes. Yeah, I think it it'd just be like really good to point out right now because so many people will try one thing and then they will fail and then they think, oh well, I failed now. I I I should just give up. But you were just like, you tried this one thing. You're like, oh, that doesn't work. Okay, well, let me try something else. You're like, okay, that doesn't work. Okay, cool. Let me cut that loose. But then you just kept trying things and you kept that momentum going. And now you found something that seems to be working for you, which I think is pretty awesome. So um, do you want to talk a bit about what you're doing in social media marketing right now and how you have your system set up and how you go about that whole process? So what I basically do is I help businesses expose themselves through social media. I help them get the right audience through social media and I teach them a lot of things about how to use Instagram, how to use Facebook, how to use the right way, not the yeah. wrong way because I noticed a lot of things that happen with entrepreneurs here in Nigeria that have yeah. their businesses already on Instagram or they have listened to someone's useless advice. Like for example, I've met with so much entrepreneurs that thought buying followers is the right thing and I and I knew that it's not because I'll notice that I'll notice that a page has ten thousand followers, but yeah. their engagement is like fifty likes. And I said, and there's something I always teach them at the beginning when we start because 
I love communicating with the customer. There's something I always teach them. I said, you never get promoted for the amount of followers you have, but the engagement you have. Yeah. So you think it's all about creating a community and a very loyal and active community in a sense. Yes, because yeah, 10,000 followers doesn't equal 10,000 customers. After yeah. those 10,000 followers you bought, you might have only one or two customers. Yeah. So what I want is not just, because I know a lot of SMMA people here, they are not a lot, but the few that are here just want to help you get followers. But I said, I'll be more unique. I'll help you get customers and yeah. followers that convert to customers. So that's what I basically do. I help, I help small businesses, small and medium businesses scale. Through okay. That's really cool. And like, so what would you say, what are maybe the top things cons- to consider if you want to increase engagement? What are the main things that you have to do if you want to increase the community and if you want to convert a follower into a customer? What's the main well, advice that you would give on that front? Content is king. As we all say, content is king. Yeah. Um, no one will ever buy if they don't see anything on your page. For example, someone that's looking for watches and apparently they see your page, they enter your page and they only see like 10 pictures. Yeah. 10 pictures is too small for anyone to pick from because there are probably 10,000 pages. For that person to have picked your page, they might have yeah. seen from something. But for them to not get disappointed by only seeing 10 pictures. And another thing is, I'm talking mainly on Instagram. Another thing is using your stories because mm-hmm. I've noticed something. It's easier for people to check your story than your feed. So true. Sometimes don't just post content about what you sell. Post content that, that will help people on a normal basis. So like you could share a tip every day on how to do something, how to do something. So someone will be expecting a tip then. In the middle of all those tips, you can now pop in an advert of whatever you're selling or whatever service you have for your people. So basically, yeah. content is king. And also knowing how to do adverts the right way also helps a lot in your business. So if you manage to target the ads in the right way to hit the right audience, then that will explode your business, essentially. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So do you know a lot about that as well? Yes. I actually work with some, someone. So basically, work is divided and a little bit outsourced. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. That's really cool. So you would say like the main way to grow and to get engagement is to basically release content on a consistent basis. And then also in terms of the story, I think what's really valuable for businesses is kind of what you were saying is if essentially they get to know you and if you're posting consistently, then once they know you and they trust you, they buy from you, but they don't buy from you if they don't trust you. I think that's really the key. I'm really curious. How did you learn all of this stuff? Like, how did you start educating yourself on social media marketing? How did you get all of this information? And then how did you start getting clients and setting up your business? Well, first thing is, you know about Omar the Rockstar that has a passionate few podcasts? Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, so I connected with him a lot and I've listened to a lot of his podcasts. There's this guy I interviewed, Emangadzi. He's also into SMMA. Yeah. He's made over $2 million. So mm-hmm. he was hosting a free course on SMMA. So... I began to listen to his content, watch his content. I got into the course. The course was about three hours. It was an online webinar. Yeah. Watched everything. I took notes and I started implementing. And I noticed I didn't get in customers. So there's this other guy, Kevin David. Do you know Kevin David? Uh, I don't think so, no. He's also into SMME and Amazon FBA. So okay. I noticed he posts a lot about SMME. So one day I gathered the courage to DM him. The first time he didn't reply, 
I yeah. waited. I sent him another message. I continued sending him messages until when he eventually replied. And I was asking him a bunch of questions too now and he's free to help. What kind of messages were you sending him? And then when did he eventually reply? And then how did you start developing that kind of relationship where he said, okay, I'm free to help now? Well, you know of Omar the Rockstar that has the Passionate Few podcast. Yeah. So he was giving me some advice on how he gets people on his podcast. Mm-hmm. Like if he wants to message them on Instagram. And yeah. he said, always give a personalized message. So when you want to message a celebrity, make your message stand out because he probably gets 100 plus requests. And when he's checking through them, they are all the same thing. Hey, how are you? What's yeah. Up? How are you doing? Yeah. So start your messages with about four emojis. He also said, the best thing someone loves to hear is their name. So after yeah. the four emojis, write his name. Then you now say, quick question. Then you now put your question below. Mm-hmm. Then you keep on sending that DM until he eventually sees it. Yeah, eventually... the same DM. Yes. You just copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. Is yeah. that what you did? Yes. Okay, I've not heard that strategy before. And then you just send that until they reply. Yes, I do okay. it for almost everyone that's been on my podcast. That's amazing. Just send, 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 and send. And has that worked out? Has that worked well? Like, what's the ratio on that? Well, it depends on how consistent I am, too, as well. Yeah. Yeah, so if I could send about about 10 a day for the week, I'll send about 70. So, yeah, if I do something like that, they'll probably reply me. Wait, so you, you send 70 to the same person in a week? Yeah, I'll, I'll delete and resend, delete and resend. Oh, you delete and resend. Okay, that makes more sense. Because I think if if someone, if you're sending just like 70 of the same message, it sounds a bit, but deleting and resending, that's on Instagram, right? Because on Instagram, yes. you can't see when someone's deleted. Okay, yes. that's a really, really interesting strategy. I think I might try that. I like it. I think another interesting thing is the fact that you are clearly a hustler. Like you're a man of action. You try something, it doesn't work. You learn something, you take action. And I think that the trap that a lot of people fall into is knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. I don't know enough yet. I'm just going to sit here and get more knowledge. And then they don't go out and apply it. And they don't go out and try it. And if you don't go out and try anything, you're not going to see any changes, right? Yes. There's there's this message I've shared on my page. It's about... Mm -hmm. There's this quote that's been said by some people. They say, information brings transformation. But no. The answer is information plus application that brings transformation. Because yeah. there, lo- there are lots of people that go for webinars, they go for trainings, they go to events, they read a lot of books, but they never learn to apply. Yeah. But nothing moves until you move. Science says it. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So if you yeah. don't do anything, nothing is going to happen. That's the simple message. Apply whatever you learn and you'll be transformed. Exactly. Yeah. And I can see amazing things are already happening for you. I'm just really curious, how did you develop a mindset like this? Because when I think about back to me at the age of 13, I was not this woke. I was not in this mode. I was not in an action-taking mode at all. And I didn't have this sort of positive self-growth mindset that you seem to have. So I'm wondering, how did you go about cultivating that? Is that something that kind of came to you naturally or or then you learned lots through books? Well, it's natural and it's it's developed through self-education and stuff like that. So... I love reading a lot of books, but right from the beginning, I've always loved working towards something, whether it's my grades, whether anything I want to do, I always work towards it and always try to achieve it. Mm -hmm. So I also read a lot of books and people's stories inspire me a lot. Yeah. I just go out and take action. So yeah, that's basically what I love doing. 
what are your biggest inspirations? Like who and whose stories have really, really inspired you to go out and take action? There are lots of people. Mm-hmm. We have Caleb Maddox. Yeah. You know Caleb Maddox? Yeah, yeah I do. He's great. He's such yeah. an inspiration, especially as such a young kid who's, you know, how old is he now? 17, 18? And yes. uh, yeah, he made his first million and keeps going up and up. It's just incredible to see that. And it, it just kind of goes to show it doesn't matter what your age is. You shouldn't have any excuses. We have, there are lots. So we have Ubon King. He, he's a national of Nigeria. But, mm-hmm. And his story inspires me a lot. Like his parents disowned him, basically. He failed in college. But now he owns one of the biggest security companies right here in Nigeria. Yeah. He's doing amazing things. He's, he's also my mentor. The next person is... He's Omar. your mentor? Yes. How did you get him to mentor you? He normally posts on Instagram a lot, so mm-hmm. and I always I, I trail his page, so I, I always turn on my post notifications. Immediately he posted a, a video about one minute ago. I just commented. Yeah. Hey, my name is Timmy, thirteen years old, and I said I would love to speak with you. Next yeah. thing. I didn't think that would go anywhere because he didn't reply to the comments. Next thing yeah. he just DM'd me and he sent his phone number and said, Let's open the call and talk. Then, Seriously. Just off yeah. that one comment. Just off that one comment. That's amazing. So you put, okay, so you, on Instagram, you put on your post notifications on someone you want to reach out to. Then whenever they post, you comment something valuable saying you want to connect. Yes. Okay. And then you just do that until something will happen for you. That's incredible. What are the biggest lessons that you've learned from him? Wow. That no matter what you are going through, no matter your present situation, you should never allow your present situation to determine your future destination yeah yeah it's it's true and a lot of people wallow in the present and a lot of people get stuck in the present and then they they stop taking action and then they they forget about the future but you know yesterday was yesterday whatever happened in the past is the past but if you take action now then you can change your future is is that kind of what that means yes next person is Omar the Rockstar, the host of The Passionate Few. He basically now mentors me and he helps me a lot. He helped me gain up to 1,000 followers on Instagram. So the way I connected with him was so strange. He normally goes live before. He normally goes live most of the time. So I normally hop on his live and, and listen to whatever he says. So one day, as usual, I always request to be on his live, but he never, he never accepted. So one day, I just came on his live and he had someone on his life and that person was i know this may sound rude but that person was talking too much and i said you should have a time limit for the people who've been on your life then after i commented that he was like you you you'll be on my life next i was so shocked then he now brought me on his life then i enjoyed what i did and he loved what i did so much yeah and now we talk a lot now that's amazing. And is there anything in particular that you've learned from him that is I, worth sharing? I learned a lot from this podcast. It teaches me a lot about consistency. Like every day I upload a video on YouTube. How do you stay so consistent? Yeah. Because I know that consistent hard work brings a lot. Without consistency, you can't basically go anywhere. One of things don't really go far, but consistent things go far. And not only consistency, consistent hard work. It's true. And so how, if you're doing this every day, how do you come up with content for your YouTube channel? 
And do you just do you just turn on the camera and talk, or do you have ideas of what you want to say beforehand, or have a particular message that you want to get across? Well, anything can be my inspiration for any day's video. Mm-hmm. The, the things that may not seem a lot to you may seem a lot to me. So, someone's achievement today could be my inspiration for my next video. Yeah, and sometimes I could just turn on the camera and just start speaking and. I'll blabber for 10 minutes and it just <laughs> virtually makes sense. And I'll upload it. The things, they come naturally to me. Simple as that. Yeah. No, you do have, I, I've seen some of your content and I've seen some of your videos on Instagram and you do have a knack for speaking. And when you say something, it just comes across so well. And it just sounds like someone is kicking you up the bum. And um, because your mindset is so positive and you always look forward, to someone who is in a negative state right now or to someone who is not taking action or to someone who doesn't have a growth mindset what would you say to kick them into gear how can you develop that kind of tenacity how can you develop that kind of mindset well there are a lot of things that could determine how a mind someone thinks because mm-hmm. mindset is the way you think so the number one thing i did to change the way i thought before and the way I think now is to change my water and when i say change my water i mean change my friends there's this principle that Locke used he was like if a fish is sick they don't treat the fish they treat the water around the fish yeah so what i'm saying is the first thing i did to change my mindset was to change my friend when i mean friends i don't just mean friends i mean the people you listen to on instagram the people you listen to on social media what you watch on social media. Yeah. The songs you listen to as well. Right. Everything all boils down to the way you think. That's true. You change your feed, you change your input. So if you change your environment, you put yourself in an environment where you will flourish. If you have a fish that's on land, the fish isn't going to survive. But if you put a fish in fresh water, the fish is going to thrive. Right? Yes. Yeah. And you talk a lot about giving value and money is a byproduct of value what do you think are the best kinds of ways to go around giving value especially if someone there might be a lot of people who feel like oh i have nothing to give i don't have anything to give to anyone what do you say to those people well first thing i'll say is you always have something to give Mm -hmm. so how to give basically how to give value whatever you want to do or whatever problem you want to solve whatever thing you want to do before you execute think of how is this going to help someone? How is this going to change someone's life? Think of those things. Then the ideas naturally flow. And normally, most of the time, our passion always adds value in one way or the other. Like, imagine our passion is singing. You might not think singing is adding value, but it actually does add value. Yeah. Because sometimes someone could be looking for you for inspiration. At times, what's the message you are passing along in your song could also be adding value to someone else's life. Yeah, and it, it's kind of a beauty. There's a beauty in singing and there's a beauty in entertainment. So maybe it's a product of recognizing the skills that you have, sitting down and recognizing what you have to offer. Even if it's a, as small as sending someone an interesting article or telling someone you know, how much you mean to them or how much you've changed their life, yeah. that, is, that is adding a positive value, right? Clearly you educate yourself a lot like whether it's yes. online or through books and a lot of people your age are not doing that they're, they're worried about other things that you know they're watching television and things like that 
and um, you're out here taking action. And so how important do you think it is to read books? And also mm-hmm. picking what kinds of books you read. Well, there's something I heard from someone. I can't remember the person's name, but he said, you cannot elevate yourself past what you know. Yeah. So if you want to elevate to greater heights, elevate what you know to greater heights. Yeah. So reading books, adding information. Okay, yes. You know I mentioned information plus application equals transformation. Yeah. If there's no information to apply, you can't be transformed. It's very true. <laughs> there's no information. Nothing happens, right? So what, what would you kind of say, what are the books specifically that have most inspired you or most transformed you? What information that when you took that, when you applied it, you saw a huge change into your life? Think and Grow Rich, Senex mm-hmm. Wu by Grant Cardone, and yeah. Think Big by Ben Carson. Okay. And what are the most important lessons that you learned from those books? I learned that the only limit you have is the limit you place in here. Not in, in life. physical environment. Yes. That's one of my biggest takeaways from all those books. Second one is that everything that happens on the outside first happened on the inside, then came out on the outside. So think yeah. and then it will happen. So think and grow rich in the sense that it starts out with a rich mindset and if you don't have a rich yes. mindset you're not going to grow rich because yeah when i think of people who win the lottery and they win millions and then a couple of years later they've spent it all they lost it all they're dead broke and they're back in the situation that they were in before because they had spent it all they weren't careful with their money they didn't invest it correctly and they didn't have the right mindset and that's why they didn't stay rich yes yeah yeah they were thinking poor, but apparently got rich, but mm. still thought poor, then got, went poor back again. Yeah. So how do you develop a rich mindset? By thinking like you're rich. Okay. One thing you could do is your role models, right? The people mm. you look up to, study their life very well. Try and emulate some of the good things they do. Yeah. Emulate it a lot. Then you'll find out over time. Mm-hmm. It's not a one-off thing. Over time, you begin to think the way they do and act it's so true Uh, that's again like what you put into your brain what is the news feed of your life essentially whether it's something that you're reading or that you're taking in and that also creates the environment that you're in so that is what will elevate you so i mean i'd be interested to know what's your big vision because you want to be a motivational speaker right yes Mm -hmm. well my my vision is to is to change lives Remove the limiting belief and bring about the mindset shift. And is that something that you aim to do across the globe? Is that something that you want to start in Nigeria? Or are you just going to keep putting out content online? You hope that that will spread globally. I want it both ways. I want it to happen in Nigeria, most especially then in the world. Mm-hmm. That's really amazing. And it's, it's, such, it's so great because you're thinking about the impact that you're having. And a lot of people, when they decide that, oh, I want to, I want to be an entrepreneur, I want to do something entrepreneurial, they think, uh, how do I make as much money as possible in the shortest amount of time? But you're like, nope. <laughs> yeah, you're, like, you're shaking your head. It's like, I mean, you clearly have some thoughts on that. What do you think about that? Well, there's nothing like an overnight success. Mm-hmm. Success happens overnight. There's this quote, you know Messi, Lionel Messi, one of the best, the best footballers in the world. He said, it took me 17 years to become an overnight success. Yeah. So how long do you think it will take you to be successful? 
Success doesn't happen overnight. It happens overnight. Overnight, yeah. Over many, many nights and after a lot of consistent hard work. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, you're doing all of this right now. I mean, I'm guessing you're in school, right? Yes. Yeah. So how how do you manage your time in the sense that how do you balance your social media marketing agency, the motivational content that you put out, your YouTube channel every single day whilst also being in school? That's the hardest part. Yeah. Because I'm actually in year nine. That is the class where we write exams. So it's even harder, harder than yeah. normal. Yeah. So basically, it's still as easy. I, I have breaks. Mm-hmm. After school is when I'm most productive. So okay. after school and on weekends. Mm-hmm. On weekends, weekends, most of the time is when I book my podcast and do a lot of things. But I also sleep real late. Like... It's not really late, but like around 10. Around yeah. 10. Okay. And that's late for you. Yeah. It's late for me because I still wake up very early. I wake up 4 o'clock. You wake up at 4. So you go to sleep and you wake up at 4 and you get 6 hours of sleep. Yes, 6 hours is enough. Wow. Um, what do you do when you wake up at 4? Same thing. I try and do some work at 4. Homework? No, I don't homework the day before. Okay. At times I read at four for school. I read for school at four. Yeah. I could even record a podcast at four because if I'm doing an interview with someone in the US, four o'clock is their afternoon time. So I have to be awake at that time. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, it's crazy. I did not know that Nigeria and the UK had the same time zone. It's pretty incredible. We do actually. We have exactly the same time zone. It's currently 8.15 here and I'm guessing it's the same in Nigeria. So, I mean... What in the first place motivated you to start changing lives? When did you have that aha moment when you're like, wow, this is what I want to do? Well, right from the beginning, I've always loved inspiring my friends. Like, right from primary school, I speak to my friends a lot. Then I said, why should this information be constricted to only my friends, only my close friends, mm-hmm. only my school friends? I said, let me just share it on the internet. And I started... Um, I can still remember that moment, 7th of April. That's when I started my Instagram account. Yeah. But I didn't actually give up content at first. Funny story, my Instagram account wasn't meant for motivation. That's why the name Tortec sounds strange, but I know how to make websites, so... Really? Yes. All right. So I wanted to be posting content about my story making websites, but apparently on the 9th of May, I decided to share my first video on on motivation. And that's how I continued doing it in my life. People yeah. mocked me, they criticized me, but I said I'll continue to do it. Yeah. Was this people online or was this people like your friends, your family? And how did you overcome that? And how do you push through that? How do you deal with haters? At times, I listen to them and then I take what they say. Like, I don't tell them to watch me, man. I don't take their opinion seriously because... I know that I know this for sure. People that are lower than you will always criticize you, but people that are higher will never criticize. So I always know that. Yeah. So kind of yeah. in criticizing you, they've already given themselves away. Yes. They've they've already given away the fact that they're not achieving the same things as you. And yes. I think often it also comes out of a place of jealousy and a place of insecurity in themselves and so that they lash out to other people. 
So, I mean, yeah, that's, that's really good. And it's good that you have that mindset and it's good that you have that resilience. And so you said that in your motivational speaking, you want to help people overcome their limiting beliefs and really, really push through that. What are the most common limiting beliefs that you see and how do you get people to overcome them? Well, from where I am, the number one limiting belief is that you can't be successful when you're from a country like Nigeria now. Yeah. If you read about us, there are lots of things that happen here. Mm. We have terrorists, the economy is rubbish, like we don't have constant power supply. A lot of problems with the country. Yeah. And that weighs down a lot on some on a lot of people. Like they feel that like, ah man, I can't do it. This country. Yeah. We can't, we can't do anything. But I feel like we can because a lot of successful people have come out of Nigeria. The richest man in Africa. Is from Nigeria. Yeah. He's worth about 14 billion. Who's that? Ali Kodankote. You could search him on Google. Okay. He's from Nigeria. A lot of pioneers have come from Nigeria. The fastest computer as at five years ago, I'm not sure about now, was put together by Nigeria. So I feel like your country doesn't determine how successful you are. It's what you have here and the way you think that will determine how successful you are. Yeah, it's so true because when you're in a in a victim mindset or when you're when you're blaming other entities for your lack of success, when you're blaming, you know, in in, in your in your case, when you talk about the the country, Nigeria, the government, the power supply cut off, there's no water, there are robberies, the economy is terrible. If you're blaming it on things like that, and you're you turn yourself into a victim you're not going to take any actions to make anything better in your own life, right? Yes. Yeah. The time the time you spend complaining, you could use that time to do a lot of things that will benefit you yeah. and the country. Do you see any other common limiting beliefs? Yes. This one is basically for a particular niche where a particular set of people, people that have disabilities and also people that, people that have disabilities, yes. Let's begin yeah. with that. A lot of, yes, another limiting belief is that if you're a kid, you cannot make it. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And yeah. also for disabilities. Some disabled people feel they can't make it. So in my church, we have a unit for like the people that are deaf. I always feel inspired when I see them because that made me to learn a bit of sign language. And I always love to speak to them because some of them, they go into depression. Some of them kill themselves. Just because they feel like, can't do anything so i would love to be speaking to them that they can still do it there are many people that have been successful that have been deaf mm-hmm. the one of the winners of so you think you can dance a couple of years ago i can't remember his name he was deaf and he was the winner and the next point is about children being successful some children feel because of their age the only way they could be successful is with their academics yeah and i feel and i feel that that's a very big lie yeah that you could do whatever you want to do now and you could still be successful in your academics and you could still be successful in whatever business you want to start. Yeah. Many many kids feel they are, oh, I'm too young, I'm too young, I can't do this, I can't possibly do this. Definitely, yeah. You can, you can do whatever you want to do. Yeah, I mean, just look at what you're doing. You know, you're in school, I'm assuming you have good grades, you get your homework done, and then when you're not doing your homework, instead of bumming about and doing something useless... You're out here, you're creating podcasts, you're connecting with successful people, you're getting mentors, you're reading, you're uh, landing clients for your social media marketing agency, 
which is pretty amazing. You know, you, you learned website design. How did you learn how to build a website? Well, that is out of just trying a lot of things out. I was trying a lot of things, so I said, let me just try and learn web design. And there's this guy in our school that was a beast at doing it. So I just came to Newton and said, this will teach me. And he taught me HTML, CSS, and JavaScript in, in like three weeks. I tried it out. Yeah. It was too hard getting clients. And I noticed that he had a lot of passion for it. He would go for a lot of events. Me, I'll, I wouldn't even practice. Yeah. But I, I could still do it now, but it's not my thing. You you found your thing, you know, motivation, transforming lives. And I think what's incredible to see about you is that A, you don't let anything hold you back in terms of limiting beliefs and B, you're so resourceful and it kind of, everyone thinks, oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have the money. I don't have the equipment. I mean, that hasn't stopped you at all because I mean, you don't have the most high tech equipment in the world. You know, I, I don't know what you have, but you don't have the most high tech stuff. You probably don't have the most amount of money, but you know, you listen to podcasts, you go out and you approach people and you find mentors to teach you things. And I think that's an incredible thing. How, how did you learn how to be so resourceful? And how do you think others can overcome this limiting belief? I feel like, yes, that for you to go to father's place in life, for you to do the things you love, for you to, be, to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. You have to look for ways to do something. Look for ways to solve that problem. Look for ways to do something just to add value. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically the answer. Okay. So just just see an opportunity. Keep your eyes open. Look out for opportunities and see what you can do to add value or what you can do to help. Yeah. And just, just be creative about it, right? Yes. Also, this point I want to point out is that people look for the ways to get a million dollars. Instead of looking for the way to serve a million people, serve and serve and serve. Yeah. That's true. Because if you can get a million people to pay you one dollar, you have a million dollars. Yes. I I love that attitude and I love where that comes from. And I I love how freely you give. I'm wondering, do you have any kind of personal routines when it comes to, I don't know, meditation, making your bed, exercising, health? Is there anything like that that keeps you in good shape? reading even i'm generally healthy i don't really need to do a lot of exercise i play football a lot so okay basically for leadership i read for school and both for myself yeah sometimes i could read three hours without even knowing like yeah. i did it yesterday i read from like 12 to 4 30 p.m without even keeping track of time you didn't realize you were in your flow do you read mainly non-fiction or do you read fiction as well I hate fiction, yes. You hate fiction? It doesn't last. Yeah. Like, I guess with fiction, you're not, I don't know, it depends what kind of fiction, but in the same way, you know, with a non-fiction book or a success book, I think you seem like someone who's motivated to take in information and apply it. So in the sense of, you know, if you're reading a non-fiction book, you're learning something interesting about the world, you're learning about human behavior, you're learning about history, you're learning about yeah. making money, marketing, um, things like that, right? Yes. My battery's almost dead. So, slight technical hitch on that point, Temi's battery unfortunately ran out, but I still had the chance to ask him what are the three key truth bombs about the entrepreneurial journey that he would drop on a young entrepreneur today. So his first one was be persistent and consistent. Second one, I'm not going to lie to you, I cannot remember it, but 
are a million truth bombs about the entrepreneurial journey in this episode. So pick and choose whichever one is your favorite. And finally, there is no limit. The limit is only in your mind. And I did not express this anywhere near as eloquently as Temi would have. However, I think this is a great starting point. And finally, just to plug, you can find him on Instagram at TojTech, so T-O-J underscore T-E-K. And you can also find his social media marketing agency on Instagram at FavTech underscore media. Check out his podcast at Todge Tech Speaks and his YouTube channel where he drops a bunch of daily inspiration. You saw how consistent he is. He posts every day and he always has something interesting to say. So on that note, that is a wrap for this episode. And thank you so much, Temi, for taking the time out of your day to talk to us today. I learned a lot. I think a lot of people did. I'm incredibly inspired right now. So if you got anything out of this episode at all, I would highly encourage you to share it with a friend. The best way to get this out there is word of mouth. Post it on your social media. If you put it on your Instagram story or your Instagram post, tag me at YasminaRTE and put a key takeaway that you got out of this episode so other people can learn something too. And since this is a new podcast, what would really help us out is a five-star rating on iTunes and a review just to bump us up the ranking so more people can find it, more people can see it and learn from it. And if you have any ideas of guests that you would like to see on the podcast or topics that you would like to be covered on the podcast, hit me up on Instagram at YasminaRTE. I would love to start the conversation there. In the meantime, thank you so much for joining us. I will see you in the next episode.